and welcome back to Wings of Fire, What You Know and Don't. Uh, Undine's not here right now because she didn't want to be, but that's okay because she's watching her show. Uh, as Undine's fanfiction prologue is the most popular episode, uh, I thought now we could read the rest of it. Chapters 1 through 4, including the prologue and what she has of chapter 5. Uh, I stopped kind of working on mine for a little bit, uh, but I'm reworking on it and I'm fixing out the kinks and stuff. So we're going to be doing a rereading because, you know, eh, you edit a book. Um, yes, and so, yeah. Let me pull up the app with it. Okay. <clears throat> Prologue. A nightwing was standing at the edge of a cliff. Darkness was below his talons. Lightning flickered across the clouded sky. An amber dragon appeared through the mist. Five dragons stood behind her, each skywing holding a cold glare on the night dragon. I've been waiting for quite a while, he said, turning around to look at the dragons. Do you have the eggs as well? Yes, sir, said the amber dragon. She swiped one talon at the red skywing. They set down four eggs. One, a skywing. Two, an icewing. Three, a rainwing. And four, a nightwing. What? A rainwing? They're supposed to be seawing, snarled the nightwing. We're, we're very sorry, sir. There was an accident. Why get a rainwing as a backup? The nightwing interrupted. The rest of the tribes are on full were on full guard duty because of the invasion. And the sea wings were angry when they found out their egg was supposed to be in the prophecy was destroyed from the invasion, said the amber dragon. The nightwing sighed and examined the rest of the eggs. Very well, he said finally. I shall take care of these till they hatch. When they stop the invasion, we'll all be fine. He flew off, taking the eggs with him. As soon as he had disappeared into the mist, the skywings turned to head back to the palace. A dark green dragon with olive green underbelly was blocking their path. Where are the eggs? he asked in a grumbled voice. They're not with us, said the amber dragon, trying to push past the green dragon's shoulder. But the green dragon immediately pushed her back. Where are they? he asked as anger rose throughout him. Why do you want to know anyway? asked the amber dragon. Where are they? the green dragon said once again. I asked a question. I'm getting an answer, said the amber dragon, stepping towards the green dragon. This is your last chance, he hissed. All right, all I can tell you is that they've been taken from us to be taken care of, she said. Okay, anything else? I suggest you tell me more if you want to live said the dra green dragon. A copper-red dragon stepped forward and said no. Suddenly, the green dragon lunged forward on, at, onto the amber dragon. The other dragon slipped and slid on the slippery surface of the ledge. Two managed to get up and throw themselves at the green dragon, digging their claws under the scales, under his scales. He shrieked in pain and whirled around and baring his teeth at them. Two other dragons got up and helped the last dragon get up. 
They lifted up the amber dragon and running at the green dragon. <laughs> Oof. One dragon bit down on the weak spot at the tip of the tail. He shook his tail furi- furiously, trying to get the skywing off. But the skywing had a tight grip on his tail. Another skywing tried to jump on his back and snap at his neck, but the green dragon snapped everywhere, making the skywing jump back. Soon, all the skywings were closing in on him. They stalked him carefully, like stalking prey. Then they, then it seemed like glowing lime green was pouring out under each scale. Soon, he looked like a glowing lime dragon. He shook himself in the glowing water, Splashed over all the sky wings. It bubbled and melted their scales. They shrieked and screamed in the pain as the, as the glowing water melted their flesh. But the screams didn't last long. They flopped down lifelessly. The green dragon glared at them and lifted off in the direction of the nightwing. Chapter 1. Six years later. Wake up! Wake up! Come on, Tamaran! Gla- said Glacier, poking Tamaran's face. Wait, what? Tamarin just moaned and rolled over. All this studying about our destiny is making me tired, she complained. Well, Glacier said, it's an important and we have to do it and we haven't even finished half of it. Oh, I see what you're doing, said Flame. You're trying to wake up a rain wing. And may I ask, how are you going to do that? He said. He tried to glance over Glacier's shoulder at the sleeping rainwing, but Glacier pushed him back. Are you even studying? bellowed a voice through the tunnel. Yes! Flame called back, angered. Then Tamron seemed to disappear, matching the colors on gray and black. Oh, don't be like that, said Peacemaker. He didn't tell us. He asked us if we were studying. Wait, what? One sec. Oh, don't be like that, said Glacier. Um, guys, shouldn't we be studying like Horizon told us to, said Peacemaker. He didn't tell us to. He asked if we were. There's a difference, said Flynn. Wait, what? Then he seemed to tip over for some reason and fall face first onto the stone floor. Glacier started laughing so hard she had to lay down and cover her face with her talons. Tamarin appeared next to Flame, smiling. That's what you get, she said. Flame immediately got up and made the hissing noise the Skywings made when they were about to let out a burst of fire. Glacier pushed Tamarin out of the way, and the burst of fire went flying across the room right towards Peacemaker. She had to duck to miss the flame, and smoke came out of Flame's nose. Whoa. Peacemaker ran across the room and scooped up a bunch of water, and then ran across the room, tossing the water on her scrolls. Once it was out, she started. She stared at the hole in, in it, and then almost broke into tears. But Tamron walked over and read the title. Then she said, "At least it wasn't your favorite scroll." She pointed at the title. It said, "The reasons why a mudwing isn't in the prophecy." Their nightwing guardian had written this one for Peacemaker when she'd asked why a mudwing wasn't in the prophecy. Peacemaker sighed and then said. You're right, but I hadn't even finished it. Well, it's just a hole, right? Tamron said. Doesn't look like studying, said one of the guardians, Horizon. It seemed like he had teleported to the entrance of the study cave. Their other guardian, what? 
their other guardian, Mighty Claws, walked... You know what? These are all names from the original series. <laughs> well, let me see. Their other guardian, Mighty Claws, walked in right behind her. He studied each dragonette. Tamarin and Peacemaker were over by the pile of scrolls. Flame was in his sleeping cave, grunting and angered. And Glacier was still on the stone floor where she'd pushed Tamarin out of the way of the giant flame. I agree, this looks like nonsense, said Mighty Claws. And where is Flame? He's in his sleeping cave, grunting, Glacier said, getting up. Mighty Claws sighed. He turned around, lashing his tail furiously, furiously as he went. Make sure you're studying the right way, said Horizon before following Mighty Claws out of the cave. You guys, wait, what? You guys, I can't take them anymore, Glacier said once the guardians were out of sight. Neither can I, but we have to wait till we're seven. Only one more year, said Peacemaker. Then what do we do, asked Tamron. Then we, uh, I, I know this. We, we, uh, we do whatever we want to do, said Peacemaker. Does this mean we Does that mean we can stop eating chickens and start eating cows? asked Glacier. Oh my gosh, my cat is um Richard, he's putting his claws under the door and scratching it. One sec. If you want to come in, just tell me. Oh my gosh, I think you can hear him. Anyway, where was I? I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. You guys, there's no way out. Trust me. I've tried, Flame said, coming out of the sleeping cave. His eyes fixed on Tamarin. Why is your face wrinkled? It looks like someone smashed your face with wrinkles, Tamarin said in a surprisingly calm way. Wait, what? Flame said, running his talons down his snout, hoping not to feel any wrinkles. Now your face is even more wrinkly, Tamron said, pointing at Flame's face. Flame rolled his eyes and turned around to start towards the sleeping cave again. Wait, Glacier said, running across the room and grabbing Flame's tail and then yanking him back. There has to be a way out because the guardians have to go out to get prey, so I bet we could find it and get out. All right, said Flame, turning around. Just promise me you'll never yank my tail again. Okay, Glacier said with a shrug. Fine, but I won't like it, Peacemaker said. Well, sure you will. The sun is shining in the sky, bathing in the sun, and... Oh, Tamron said. Don't get excited yet. We haven't even worked out a plan, Flame said. Right, 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 right. We have to think of a plan, Glacier said. She walked over to the nearest stalagmite and sat down on it. Now, Peacemaker... Do you know a way out? she asked. Well, I'm not sure, but we should look around to see if we find anything that looks pushable. Maybe it would open to a way out, Peacemaker said. Okay, we can look around the guardians. We can look around the guardians without being seen. Wait, what? I didn't write this up. Tamron said, her scales slowly shifting to the colors. No. Oh, yeah, here we go. Okay, I got it now. Okay, I can look around the guardians without being seen, Tamron said. Her scale slowly shifted to the colors of her surroundings. Then she was impossible to see. Okay, we'll look in here, Glacier said. 
and then they immediately started pushing in little cracks in the stone all around them. Glacier ran over to the pool and the studying room and started fumbling in the water, hoping to find a crack to open. She could hear Peacemaker trying to make sounds like she was searching for a way out when really she was opening up a scroll to read. Why are we looking why are we looking in here? If the guardians would have a way out, why would they put it in the why make it in the study room? I mean, then it would be easy peasy, Flame said. Wow, you're really pouring down my hopes, Flame. Thanks. Glacier thought and suddenly crash something crashed in the main hall. Glacier's head went up. Peacemaker looked around with a terrified face. She panted. Flame hissed at her and said, Don't be a smoke breather. Peacemaker slightly glared at him. Glacier ran down the hall and saw a torch on the floor and heard noises of tamarind fumbling with it. The torch lifted up and onto the post. She appeared with an excited face. Did you find something? Flame asked. Yes, 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 Tamarin said as magenta poured all over her reddish-pink color and splattered here and there. Show us, said Glacier. Flame and Glacier followed Tamarin with excitement and joyed. Joyed? Joy for peace, for as Peacemaker walked slower and slumped more. Ugh. When they got to the main cave, Tamarin got up on her back legs and so did the others. Tamron squinted, uh, squinted, then remembered where the gap was and pushed herself, pushed on it. You wanted in, and now you want out. What is with you? I oh, don't kiss at me. Sorry, my cat. <laughs> Tamron squinted, then remembered where the gap was and pushed on it. It opened to the sky. Sunshine burst through, and Tamarin started to pull herself out. Soon, all the dragonettes were out, except for Glacier. Before she went out and looked behind her, and whis- the wind whistled around their wings, and sun poured all over them. This is, oh, this is great, Tamarin said, laying down. Then Glacier saw something red move across the sun. For a second, she thought that there was a red snake that lived on the sun. What? Oh, yes, yes, yes. I'm almost done with the first chapter. Okay. One sec. For a second, she thought that there was a red snake that lived in the sun, and then she realized that it was a dragon. Then more started to appear. Uh, so I have to go because uh, Skylar is at the park and I want to meet her there. Um, so I guess this is only chapter one and the prologue. Uh, I'm sorry that it said that there was going to be four and a half chapters, but uh, we'll I'll do the rest when I get back. So stay tuned. I am back, and apparently I am going to, I, it, this is going to be chapters four through five, wait, five through, wait, no, yeah, one through five, so yeah, uh, chapter two.
a peacemaker? Do you think those are sky wings? Glacier asked, pointing at the dragons flying around. Yes, they are, said Peacemaker. Really? asked Flame. My own kind already? Yep, said Glacier. One dark red sky wing with an orange underbelly was coated with nostrils. Wait, what? No, was coated with armor everywhere on his body. The only holes on it were for the eyes and nostrils. The other sky wing was a small the other sky wing was small and her colors were gorgeous. She had reddish goldenish scales with an orange underbelly. She looked sad. The other sky wing led her into a cave in the mountain. The young dragon hesitated, then walked in, laid down and curled her tail around her snout. The armored skywing flew off and immediately as if he was afraid of her. What do you think that was all about, Flame? Flame asked. I don't know, but that dragon must be dangerous, Glacier said with a shrug. No, Peacemaker said with a shrug. Why would they keep them out of the palace? Tamara asked, opening her eyes and squinting at the gold red dragon. Because she's dangerous, Glacier broke up. The dragon in the mountain heard her yell and opened her eyes. She looked around. Suddenly, her eyes laid on the dragonettes. Uh-oh, Peacemaker said. She spotted us. What do we do? Um, I, uh, I don't know, Glacier said. Flames sighed. <clears throat> don't we, don't we get out of the sight, he said in no, flame side. Don't we get out of the sight? He said in a isn't it obvious way. But, but the this spot, I it's right in the sun. Tamron said, falling asleep. Come on, Tamron, we have to get out of here. What if the, she's an invasion dragon? Gr- Glacier cried, shaking. Tamron, but she seemed to be sleeping. Well, if we're gonna sleep here and die. If she's going to sleep here and die, that's fine with me, but I'm going, Flame said, getting ready to lift off into the sky. Great, as soon as we get into the outside world, you abandoned us. Have a nice time, Glacier said, rolling her eyes. Flame did a big, heavy sigh and then landed again, turning to the rest of the dragons. Wow, I thought you were actually going to abandon us, Peacemaker said. I was, Flame said, but you can be stopped by words. Glacier said with a smirk. Flame almost leaped onto Glacier with a vo- when a voice said, "Hi." Both Flame and both Flame and Glacier jumped back and looked at the dragon on the mountain. "My name is Kuiper," she said. Then Kuiper heard the yawning of Tamarin waking up, and then she turned to look at the rainwing. "You're pretty," Tamarin said, her eyes widening. Why, Why? thank you. They kind of glow in the sunlight, Kuiper said, looking down at her golden red scales. Glacier leaned over to Peacemaker, whispering her ears. I don't actually think she's really an invasion dragon. Yeah, me neither, Peacemaker whispered back. But she is unusually goldenish. The skywing danced around as if, a fl- if Flame and Tamarin were watching her show. Flame rolled his eyes and turned away, but Tamarin pushed his snout towards the gold-red dragon again. Finally, Kuiper stopped dancing in bed, pretending to walk off a stage. Tamron started clapping her talons to give her to start an applause. Flame rolled his eyes again and started doing the same. It seemed Kuiper had forgotten about the place in the mountain she was supposed to stay. Um, Kuiper, 
weren't you supposed to stay in your hole? Peacemaker asked, pointing at the hole in the mountain. Oh, it'll be fine. They're not coming to check on me for another hour, Kuiper replied, laying down and let the sunshine seep through her scales. Soon the sun started to set, and Glacier kept looking at Peacemaker, seeing her worried face get even stronger. Soon they saw the armored dragon fly back towards the hole, but Kuiper didn't see. She kept telling a story about how she'd been hunted down and hunted down the biggest pig in the world. Um, Kuiper, you should probably get back to your cave. Peacemaker stopped mid-sentence by Kuiper saying, Already? But it's been so long since I've gotten to talk any talk to anyone. Well, let me rephrase that. I've never gotten to talk to anyone. Dragons think I'm really dangerous. They don't know. I don't know why. I mean, sure, I got fire and fast flying, but that's it. No different than other Skywings. They keep me away from everyone. But I guess I did talk to the dragons in court. But then I was proclaimed a monster. So now every day when I find me trying to sneak in and find out conversations, they put on armor and bring me back to that hole it's boring there so i wanted you guys to actually talk to someone and also if you don't go back to your cave wait also if i do have to go back to that cave hours pass by really fast kuiper get in your cave now peacemaker cried pushing kuiper into the sky she flapped frantically twisting herself upright and then she said bye and flew after the cave yeah, flew after the cave. The Skywing guard looked around and started to growl. Just then, Kuiper flew in front of him. Glacier gazed at Kuiper, hoping that she'd be more sensible if she tried to talk with him again. Tamron tried to lip-read and turned to say, I'm sorry I left the hot dog. I shall never poo again. You can watch eat. Wait, what? <laughs> I need to reread that. I'm sorry I left the hot dog. I shall never poo again. You can watch me eat. Okay, I'm just gonna... Um, Tamron, I think she said, I'm sorry I left the cave. I will never do again. You can watch me. Peacemaker corrected Tamron. Really? I think what I said is it, Tamron replied. Soon the sun... Soon the sun could only be seen if you hover, and then it was disappearing behind the mountains. Flame yawned, and Tamron flopped down on on top of him. He nudged her aside and curled himself up elegantly. Peacemaker laid down. Soon all of the dragonets were asleep, but gla- all but Glacier. She glanced up at the moons in the sky. Could Kuiper really be an invasion dragon? Is that why they keep her in one hole her whole life? And if she is... They didn't even tell her? She had so many questions. She looked at the hole that Kuiper was in. She saw a small glint of golden red in the shadows on the mountain. Glacier wondered Glacier wondered if she could get go get Kuiper and let her go. But she thought about what Kuiper had said earlier. I'm sorry I left the cave. I will never do again. You can watch me. The last words. You can watch me meant that they probably probably took the opportunity to watch, even all night. Glacier sighed and flopped on her side. <laughs> she moaned, hoping it wouldn't wake up the others. Then she heard snoring, very loud snoring. 
Glacier stood up, looking through the darkness. It was probably the others. She glanced down at them, but it wasn't one of the dragons sleeping next to her. She caught the golden light from Kuiper was rolling around in her sleep. They wouldn't mind if I went over there just for a second, Glacier thought, lifting off into the sky towards the skywing snoring. She landed quietly on the ledge, poking out of the hole. The talons, then talons, then her talons scraped on rock because it caused so much noise, noise, noise more than she wanted. Hey, who's there? Said a deepy voice. What? I'm just gonna pretend like that says deep. Said a deep voice. Glacier panicked. She panted, looking around for the Skywing Guard, but nothing was in sight. She stopped panting and sighed. Her eyes still darted everywhere, making sure nobody was there. And then suddenly, something heard down from the back. Something heard down from the back. I don't know what that means. What are you doing here? This dragon is dangerous. Also, I want to know why you were poking around here. Okay. Said a deep voice. She said the deep voice she'd heard earlier. Aren't these? Aren't these the same? Wait, what? Okay, aren't those the same thing, poking around and being here without permission, Glacier, Glacier thought? Why do you treat this dragon like this, she said. How do, you know about the, how do you know about this dragon? You haven't even met her, have you? Wait, why do you treat this dragon like this, she said. How do you know about this dragon? You haven't met her. Have you, said the deep voice, lifting off Glacier and turning to her. No, but I saw her from Glacier Paws, remembering she'd get killed if she told them that they were camping a short range from the palace. Yes, said the guard, smirking. Well, I... Glacier started trying to think of a good lie. I, I heard her, and I flew over and saw. I seized, the guard said. She's dangerous. We have to protect everyone in the palace. We even seen her. Wait, we even we've even seen her in the palace, ready to kill us. Do you know she's dangerous? Are you ju- Are you judging this dragon because of what others have told you about her? What if she's really nice? Glacier said, glaring at him. Her kind has known to be a killer. The guard replied, looking into the moonlight, growling. Then a loud noise sounded like it sound then a loud noise burst out. It sounded like roaring. Glacier jumped back, hissing in every direction. Then her eyes landed on Kuiper, who was rolling around in her sleep, snoring. Even now she'd every now and then she'd roar in her sleep. Glacier rolled her eyes and quietly lifted back from the others. Back to the others. The guard looked back at where Glacier had been, and then she'd made the others. She'd made it to the others and ducked behind a tree before he could see her. Boo! A voice yelled behind her. Glacier jumped back and fell off the edge of her sleeping spot. She flew back and found herself glaring at Flame, who was laughing so hard he couldn't breathe. "I scared you so well," he said, once he could speak. What? Where? What's going on? said Peacemaker, jumping up. She stepped over the laughing flame and said to Glacier, 
Did he scare you? Glacier nodded. Tamron flopped onto Flame, snoring and twitching her tail. Flame stopped laughing and stepped back, glaring. Why are, are, why are you all awake anyway? Peacemaker asked. Well, Glacier said, glancing up at Kuiper's cave. Yes, Peacemaker nodded. Chapter 3 How am I supposed to tell my friends that I got us in trouble, Glacier thought. The moons were already disappearing behind the mountains. Soon the Skywing Guard would report her to the dragon troops, and they would be looking everywhere for her. A squeaking noise broke out. Broke out is a very common word in this. Glacier peered over the edge at where the noise was coming from. A small creature with pale skin was trying to climb up her trying to climb up. It had hair on the top of its head and walked on two legs with pa- claws that were shaved down to a harmless tip. He, it struggled frantically to get up. Glacier didn't know why she felt bad for it, but she reached her talons out to help. The tiny creature immediately started back with the loudest squeaking noise Glacier had ever heard. It almost slipped many times trying to climb down too fast. Glacier thought about the creature while she, for a while and noticed it was a scavenger. Peacemaker peered over the edge. The scavenger was on the ground now, scampering across the meadow, looking back and shrieking. Glacier shrugged and turned back to the dragonettes. Tamarin was yawning and spreading her wings. Dark pink bubbled across her scales with hint of gold and bursting at her wingtips. Suddenly, Glacier heard wing beats. She lifted her head and saw that Kuiper was happily flying over. Glacier caught Glacier caught flame, roll his eyes. She shot a glare at him and then turned to Kuiper. Tamron opened her eyes and lowered her wings, looking at Kuiper in delight. Flame scoffed. Hi, Kuiper said, landing on the edge, skipping around. She gasped. You're beautiful, pointing at Tamron. Tamron looked down and smiled, spreading her wings again and letting the sun reflect off of them. Hmm, she doesn't know what happened last night outside her cave, Glacier thought. Why do you look so grumpy? Kuiper turned to Flame. I do not, Flame said. Yes, you do, Flame, Kuiper argued. Then Glacier immediately knew what Flame was thinking. Life is hard when you only have girls around you. Well, it is very annoying, Flame cried. There was an awkward silence. Then Kuiper turned away grumbling. Flame didn't look sorry. He didn't even look, he looked angry. Kuiper flew back to her cave and sat down sobbing. Look what you did, Tamron said. I only got us away from that wait what I only got us away from that annoying dragon, Flame said. Peacemaker looked sad for Kuiper, but she didn't speak. Kuiper looked back and turned away. She wasn't annoying, Tamron cried, looking back at Kuiper and reaching out her talons as if she wanted to reach her. Peacemaker shuffled 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 her talons uncomfortably shifting her wings red flickered across tamaran's wings she looked like she looked at them and turned back to purple and you made her cry she continued a bunny hopped over to flame and he immediately and immediately ran as fast as it could flame flexed his claws ready to strike tamaran jumped in front of him not letting red pour across Wait, no. Now letting Red pour across her scales. Don't you dare, she said. Come on, guys, stop fighting, Glacier said. Someone should at least check on her. Hmm, mercy for a stupid dragon denied, Flame said. Glacier rolled her eyes. Seriously, we can't just forget 
seriously, can we just forget about her? Tamron shook her head, too angry to say anything. Peacemaker still remained motionless. Glacier believed that Peacemaker could settle this fight. She believed Peacemaker knew that, too. She just could, had to get her talking. And in the corner of her eye, she saw movement. Glacier whirled around and saw Kuiper settling as if she was going to move. What's that, Glacier thought. Everything whirled through her mind like a darting minnow. Could she trust Kuiper? Was she trying to go somewhere? And and so, if so, where? Nothing made sense. She'd imagined being in the outside world would be would would be like being in a ball of sunshine, shine, never having any problems. But this was much different. Trying to settle a fight with with this with a crying skywing, Glacier shot Peacemaker a glance and said, "That said, you can handle this." Peacemaker shifted again and shook her head. No, Tamron cried. She's the first dragon we ever met, and she's nice. Flame scoffed. Should I go check on her, Glacier thought? But Flame will stop me. Her hopes dropped. Unless... She looked at Flame and Tamarin. They were still fighting. Glacier lifted off as quiet as she could. She got closer and closer to Kuiper, as she, and she noticed she didn't look sad. Glacier landed on the edge. Um, she started... Why are you here, Kuiper said. Um, well, I I have something to ask you. Glacier said, I saw you going somewhere and where? Kuiper shifted uncomfortably and pointed at the mountains. Where, Kuiper asked again. Wait, where, Glacier asked again. Kuiper sighed. I got, I go... There to get away from things, she said. That sounds like an excuse, Glacier thought. Well, well, can I? Can we go there? That wouldn't be getting away from things because you're with me, Kuiper said. Glacier shrugged. You seem like you're hiding something, she said. Kuiper scoffed. To get away from him, she pointed. To get away from him, she pointed her wingtip at Flame, who was still arguing with Tamarin. Anyway, I have to get you... Kuiper stopped herself. Get you an award for annoying him, she finished awkwardly. She's acting very strange, Glacier thought. Well, it's my duty. Thank you. Glacier laughed. You're welcome, she said. Hmm, maybe I can get information this way. Acting nice. Uh, he can be like that. When something is annoying him, Glacier shifted, losing her smile. I didn't. I don't want to annoy him. I just want to know. I just wanted to know why he looked so grumpy. And you don't. And I don't like dragons being grumpy. Kuiper said. I understand. Glacier said. A yellow bird flew by, singing a high-pitched song. Glacier loved that noise. She thought she'd heard a waterfall rushing. Her ears pricked up. Um, you should probably get back to your friends, Kuiper interrupted. Glacier looked at her friends and saw that they were frantic they were looking frantically for her. Well, everyone except for Flame. He still looked angry. Still Oh yeah, Glacier List said, lifting off towards her friends. Wait, 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 wait. 
Oh, yeah, Glacier said, lifting off towards her friends. Well, that conversation was strange, they thought. The waterfall rushing noise faded as she got closer to her friends. Just as she, just as she landed, something caught her eye. She turned and saw a caper running into her cave, her tail flicking viciously. Hmm, Glacier thought. Strange, maybe. Maybe. Oh, Glacier, she's back! Tamron burst out, running towards the Glacier. Her collar sizzled into a greenish-bluish color. I would have liked for her to be gone, Flame said, looking away. His orange eyes darted towards a bluebird flying down the chasm. Well, I'm glad she's back, Flay Peacemaker said, shuffling her talons in the dirt. That's something I've heard from you in a while. That's something I've heard from you in a while, Glacier thought. I just wish, yes, yes, that there was a scroll that you could read. We know for Moon's sake, Flame said turning his gaze back on the dragonettes. Peacemaker made a soft, moanish growl. I'm hot, Tamron said in an exhausted voice. Do you think there's any water around? Peacemaker paused, listening. What? Did you... What? Did something scare you? Come on, Peacemaker, it's probably just another bird, Flame said. No. No, I hear water, Peacemaker said. Tamron stopped and listened for a second. Me too, she said. Her scales melted into a soft red color. I hear a river. Peacemaker turned around and followed the water noise to a meadow that led them to a boulder. Wow, great job, Peacemaker. You found us water, Flame said. Wait, I still hear water. Me too, Peacemaker said. Glacier walked around the boulder and saw a skinny river that led into another mountain. Glacier squinted and saw a glint of glowworms hanging from the rock walls. Guys, it's a river. Ooh, yay, we got a river. Ugh, what do we do with a river? Flame said, stepping out of, stepping out to see the water running down the tunnel. Tamarin came out, her eyes wide. Yes, a river, finally it can cool off, she said, splashing into the shallows. Peacemaker appeared, sitting down on the moss-covered rock. Glacier Glacier could hear the waterfall again. Things are really weird now. Really weird right now, she thought. Flames spread his wings and flew around the boulder and laid on top, growling. Glacier smiled. She knew he didn't want to admit it that Peacemaker's idea of following the sound of water following the sound of water was a g- good idea. Glacier looked around. She saw a couple more rocks gathered in a circle across the river. They looked too clean to have meant to be there. Wait, what? Strange, she thought. Three moons, I'm hungry, Tamarin said, closing her eyes and spreading her wings. Is there any fruit here, she said, looking for some sign of fruit. Ooh, food, she said. She broke in, uh, out, springing up to an apple tree. Water splashing all over the dragonettes. Hi. Hey, Peacemaker jumped back, but she didn't say anything. Tamarin jumped, sending an apple flying through the air. It landed on the boulder. The apple tree swung slowly and stopped moving. Sorry to spook you. What are you guys doing, Kuiper said, hopping around the boulder and shooting a tiny glare at flame. Who who 
who just so happened to be scraping on his snout trying to get the smooshy apple off. Well, we were just sitting here until you, sh- you showed up, Flame said, picking up, picking the apple off his scales. Oh, well, you guys should see what I found. Chapter 4. Chapter 4. And that is, Flame said, come on, I'll show you. Kuiper flapped into the sky. Ooh, let's go, guys, Tamron said, following. Glacier spread her wings and flew up next to Kuiper. Wind poured down on her sky. Wind pounded on her scales, trying to keep up with the fast skywing. I'm not on the call. Uh, I'm back, and I'm so sorry this is, like, chopped up into segments. And I'm sorry that I'm always, like, I have this stupid mouth thing. And I'm just going to start from Chapter 4, because I can't remember where I left out. Where I left. Ugh. Chapter 4. And that is, Flame said, Come on, I'll show you. Kuiper flapped up into the sky. Ooh, let's go, guys, Tamron said, following. Glacier spread her wings and flew up next to Kuiper. Wind pounded on her scales, trying to keep up with the fast skywing. And also, one minor question. Why are we following you? Flame asked. Don't be rude, said said Tamron. Glacier glanced behind her. She saw Peacemaker looking down at the ground nervously. After a while flying, they came to a pond. Hmm, nice pond, Flame said sarcastically. It's not just any pond. It's the one where I used to collect rocks, Kuiper said brightly. She walked around to the other side of the pond. She rustled the leaves until... Aha! She picked up a blue, smooth slate. See? Cool, I guess, Glacier said with a shrug. She was more focused on Peacemaker than Kuiper. The black dragon wasn't moving. I bet she kind of wants to go back under the mountain. That wasn't... that. This wasn't what Glacier had hoped either. Flame was being more annoying than usual. Peacemaker won't talk. And they met a skywing who was more focused on cool rocks than suspicious castle stories. Okay, we've seen it now. Let's go back. Gla- Flame said, moaning. Okay, Kuiper said, eyeing the woods. I'll see you later. The dragonets walked away. Peacemaker pushed past Hammer and slid Glacier out of the group. That was strange, she said. I know stopping us from being at the boulder, Glacier agreed. Yeah, I'm starting to think she's an invasion dragon. What if... What if what? squeaked a voice behind them. They both turned around. A small skywing dragonette was watching a butterfly. Who are you? Peacemaker said. Oh, I'm Sparrow, she said. Do you know Kuiper? Why, yes, Glacier said. Well, yes, why, Glacier asked. She's my sister, Sparrow squealed. Want to see something cool, she said. Glacier gave her a confused look. Great, let's go, Sparrow cried. She lifted off into the sky. Glacier could tell she was new to flying because she accidentally shifted to the right and then shifted to the left. And then she flew up to a ledge. The stone was black, and there was some dirt here and there. Glacier's talons crunched as if the dirt were frozen. Shelves lined the room, jars filled with strange things. Things like spiders with ten legs, oozing liquids, and stones of weird colors. Um, should we be here, Peacemaker asked, eyeing the spiders. And sure, you're still afraid of spiders, Glacier thought. Nah, but you'll never know we're here. 
Sparrow grinned. Come on, over here. The dragonettes walked over to the table, low to the ground and made of wood. Glacier scraped the table with one claw. It didn't meet, leave a scratch mark. On it was a scroll and a small cup of ink with a feather in it. The scroll had some words in it. This, It said, stones collected, 15 moons last month, 12 black, two weeks. The words raced through her her mind collecting stones but why and also what benefit whoa sparrow said the last time i saw it was blank cool you've been here before peacemaker mused of course how else would i know where it would be sparrow yelped peacemaker shrugged we should go space peacemaker peacemaker changed the subject okay sparrow said they both left but glacier stayed quietly opened a jar and pulled out a purple stone spear she clutched it to her chest chest glacier glided down to the others well there she is flame cried you and peacemaker left me with the brainless lizard over there he pointed to tamarin who looked quite offended how dare you quiet flame interrupted you guys better be i had a vision peacemaker cried everyone's attention was on her okay i had a Okay, okay. I had a vision about meeting four dragons at Jade Mountain. One was a hybrid. Well, let's go, Sparrow piped up from behind Flame, who hissed in surprise. Tiny thing, what do you want? My name is Sparrow, if I might add. Flame rolled his eyes. Well, no, 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 no. If anyone's going, it's me. A piece of golden oak bark fell down and fell, fell down and hit Flame on the head. Ow, he said, looking up, as if more were coming. Hey, Sparrow gasped. It's a note. The note said, You fly towards your doom. Instead, join us. You will not regret it. Let your wings be his. Let your talons be his. Let your mind join ours. We are coming. We are coming. He's coming. Wow, creepy, Tamron said, shivering. We are going to die, screamed Peacemaker. No, we are not, Glacier pointed out. They said that we would be controlled, not dead. Not helpful, she retorted. What if, if it's the mind wings, Sparrow said. Everyone turned towards her, shivering with fear. Mind wings? Mind-controlled dragons? Trying to turn us into zombies? Oh, if you explain it that way, it makes a lot more sense, Flame said. Let's go, Glacier said. After flying for three days, they could see Jade Mountain in sight. Awesome, Sparrow yelped. I know, right? Cameron said. The two peaks lunged out of the mountain like fangs. I have a weird feeling about this, Peacemaker said. Don't worry, Glacier reassured her. They flew to the east side of Jade Mountain where they found the entrance. In front of them was a large cave with tunnels branching off in everywhere and scroll racks with dragons scurrying around carrying food and dragonettes and other things. Those are the dragons I saw in my vision, Peacemaker shouted. Three dragons were staring at them. One of the dragons yelped. No way, we were in your... Wait, what? I lost... I lost my... I lost my spot. <coughs> no way, we were in your vision? Wait, wait, what are your names? Said the Nightwing. I'm Sparrow, said Sparrow. Flame sighed. I'm Flame. Tamarin yawned. I'm Tamarin. Are you tired? I'm tired. All this flying is making my wings sore. She yawned again. I'm Peacemaker, Peacemaker muttered. And I'm Glacier, Glacier said. Whoa, said the Glacier. She was bouncing. 
Whoa, said the rain wing. She was bouncing now. Everyone we, everyone we needed to find is here. But we still need to find my dad's friend's son, said the rain wing sailor. I read. Listen, said the night wing. When the ones whose wings are coated in black find their minds and start fighting back, the koi fish will rise, the mango is free, the star seeker finds the prize, and the dolphin will finally see. They set off to seek the floor. They set off to seek the floor, four that fly over the peak. Find the glacier strong and true. Find the bright flame that will take you through. Find the tamarind monkey that will help you on the way. Find the maker of peace to keep you safe. You will all find them in the same place. Together you will start stop the bright darkness on the way. He shivered. Where am I in it? Sparrow asked. Flame snorted. You're not. Sparrow huffed. Suddenly a sea wing flew into the cave. An invasion dragon is coming, he yelped. As he slid into the raining ceiling hybrid, a flame shot down from the sky, and as the pictures stabilized, Glacier realized she knew this dragon. Hello, Glacier, Kuiper said. Hi, thank you for listening. I'm so sorry that it was all broken up into pieces. Like, first I had to go because Skylar was at the beach and I didn't want to miss the opportunity because she lives pretty far away. And then we were going to the beach because like it's one of the last days of summer. And so, and then, so it just ended up being like in four pieces. So it probably sounds pretty weird and my voice is pretty stupid. Uh, next episode is probably going to be us interviewing our parents or doing a quiz on our parents unless they can't read the book by then. I know there was some other important update that I was supposed to say, but then I forgot. <laughs> uh, remember to go listen. Remember to go check out Ondine's interviews and Wings of Fire for Scavenger by Scavengers, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, and yeah, that's pretty much it. I know I'm forgetting. Oh yes, yes, yes. I'm gonna try and start a website because I realize that most of you are listening on Spotify, so therefore you can't send in messages. And if I had a website, then you could. So I'm gonna find a way to do that. Um, and yeah thanks for listening if this uh, if it sounds weird if the book sounds weird then I didn't write it my sister did so ask her the questions and thank you for listening thank you for supporting us and hope you like it